happy Thursday and welcome back to Not Your Normal. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. And I'm Maddie. And today we have a very special guest, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) So I found out about Casey through the Lunchbox fam. You guys are going to die when I say this. It was, they posted a video of her at a show with a, like a mop. (laughs) It is so iconic. (laughs) yeah that's actually literally how I found out about you that's so funny I remember like we had a comment exchange on like a lunchbox like picture or something like that and Tom pretty much was like you guys would be great friends and I was like say less and I followed you guys (laughs) and I was like and the rest is history and I'm obsessed with the both of you (laughs) well the feelings are mutual I know (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy That's really cool. Yeah, I'm so excited for this week's episode. But before we get started, we just have to get into the three songs of the week. So if you want to kick it off, Casey. Oh, for sure. So (laughs) I know you guys like House, but I actually have not really listened to much House in my time. So (laughs) I'm more of like a bass music, like dubstep person I do like rhythm I know that that is a controversial genre a lot of the time so <laughs> we, don't a couple care. Songs. <laughs> we love and support it and we love the diversity on the channel so so the first song is called rhythm love song by odd prophet I just found the song the other day and I was actually at the airport and it was one of the songs when like you hear it and you literally like can't like not dance and I was like oh shit it was very good i have listened to it probably like three times a day since i found it at least so definitely that one the next one is flux by squanto and i i picked this one because i know you guys like house and i think he created a new genre with this song it's like rhythm house and it's not necessarily like one of my favorite songs ever but it's definitely interesting to hear like somebody combine two like very different genres and create like kind of a new sound with it uh the last like minute is definitely the best part of the song too so if you don't like the beginning at least give the last minute <laughs> <laughs> to the end. and the last one is more of a down tempo song it's called healing by super task and that i love down tempo music most of the day if i'm like just chilling or like smoking at home like i like to listen to that and so uh that song it's just like kind of kind of longer like such a vibe like takes you on a whole little journey and um i thought that it was a good like opposite of the crazy rhythm that i normally listen to <laughs> i'm gonna listen to all these songs on my drive home and yeah, i'm like let's bump them later <laughs> okay and my three songs are gonna be sex drugs alcohol by black <laughs> oh my god i forgot that song exists you know i found it on an old playlist and i was like yeah that's one where it's like sex drug alcohol mm-hmm. you yeah. can help me see them all <laughs> my next one is gonna be all i want by boombox cartel and my last one is going to be next life by adventure club Ooh, next life is good I have that on a couple of my playlists that I've been like listening to right now. <laughs> so for mine, I did Religion, the Far Too Loud remix. Guys, I'm really popping out with these different songs too, just because Casey's on the <laughs> episode. I went back into my old playlist. 
Um, Phenomenon by Just a Gent. That one's a banger. And then, of course, Reminisce by Boogie T. I fucking love Boogie T. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> literally sitting next to my Kendama right now. So. Gotta love it. Always. Big Boogie T fan. So. <laughs> okay. So, while we're getting started, why don't you just give us, like, a little background, life story, how are you the person you are today? Oh, wow. Um, how am I the person I am? Okay, well, my name is Casey. Um, a lot of people, I say a lot, but like probably just because mostly my friends call me Astro Kitty, which honestly just came from like one day, like sitting on the couch, like trying to think of a new Instagram name. And I was like, oh, like Space Pussy. And I was like, can't <laughs> So I was like, Astro Kitty. So um, now that's me. And um, yeah, so I grew up in Massachusetts and then I moved to Florida when I was like, maybe like going into middle school. And then I loved the warm. And so I, I was like, I'll pick a college in the South. And I actually just graduated in May from the University of Mississippi. Um, the South is weird, definitely. <laughs> Definitely went through some interesting experiences that were crazy and different from growing up in the North and everything, but definitely helped me realize that change needs to happen in this world and like definitely made me like a kinder human because I realized like there's so much hate, like just like gotta love everybody. Um, <laughs> so I just graduated college and I moved to New England and I'm just up here hanging out, honestly, working, and kind of doing whatever feels right, being a little selfish, uh, and doing what makes me happy, and just kind of, like, focusing on being happy all the time, which is easier said than done, but that's, like, the outlook I try to have. That's, where was your, what was your degree for? Oh, integrated marketing communications, which is, like, Sounds fancy. It's just like marketing and like public relations. And then I had like a minor in business administration. So we'll see if um, I can use that <laughs> at all in the future here. What are some of your hobbies outside of raving? Oh, okay. So I was thinking about this yesterday and I was like, hmm, my hobbies when I'm not at a rave are like thinking about when the next festival is going to be. <laughs> talking about the next festival um no festivals do take up a lot of my time but I actually like to do yoga a lot um I taught myself how to play the ukulele so I like bought it a couple years ago <laughs> would play here and there I, like learned a couple basic chords and then like kind of didn't pick it up but this summer I like really started getting into it again and now I can play like a lot of songs. It's not super hard. So now I guess I can add that to like my list of hobbies. Um, I also really like being outside. I love hiking and running. Uh, the running thing is new. I'm not like athletic or anything like that. Uh, I honestly just started running so that when I was hiking, I would stop looking like such a loser, like, <sighs> like so, <laughs> right. so um, I like being outside doing pretty much anything outside is cool. Um, big nature gal. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. This just reminded me. We're going to a show tomorrow and I've been in quarantine for like however many days. And also I don't leave my bed. I'm going to be so 
So tomorrow, breath. I'm going to have to sit down every two minutes. <laughs> yep, I've been in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> when and how did you get into the scene? So, like, concerts and stuff or, like, the rave scene? Well, let's do the rave scene. Okay. So, my older sister, her name is Ashley. Um, we call her Sunshine. We both have, like, super cute nicknames. Um, but she loves, like, jam bands, but then also likes, like, EDM, like, Grizz and, like, Big G and Big Wild. And she obviously likes some of the stuff I like, like, Tipper and stuff like that, too. But she brought me to Buku Music Festival, which was, like, my first time, like, raving like I have been to like concerts since 2011 and everything but that was really my first time like seeing what like rave culture is and like plur and like really fell in love with it and I left the festival and I was like like wh when's the next one <laughs> like when is there, like what is the next festival like that is soonest so that we can go to it <laughs> like and I was just like literally instantly in love um my sister and I are like best friends she's I always say I want to I want to be just like Ashley and like it kind of has turned into a joke because I actually like have kind of done everything she's done went to the same college as her she sailed so like I decided to start sailing like just like literally everything and so she loved festivals and showed them to me and now like they're my favorite thing ever so I like love that we share that that's really cool I want to rave with my sister I took my sister to a festival true uh, it was so fun it was her first one and yeah now is she a huge raver now no she <laughs> <laughs> This is like hip hop and like some alternative, and yeah. But we, yeah, life is beautiful. We went to like lead together. Oh, fun! We have some similar tastes. My mom said if Daft Punk was ever on the lineup, that she, I could bring her to a rave. But I think that they're done performing. My dad wants to go to EDC, so you can come with me for that. <laughs> my mom said she wants to come to a festival, and I would definitely do things a little bit differently if my mom were there. But like, uh, we should all get our parents together for EDC at some point. That would be lit. That would be wholesome little. Uh, all of the parents can stay at my house in <laughs> Vegas, and then we'll all camp together in EDC. Yeah, we would, I would have to do things completely different than what they normally do. Yeah. So. <laughs> All of us and our parents, it'll be like such a like vibey weekend, I feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so what is your favorite genre of EDM and your favorite artist? So I definitely love like heavier bass music. Um, bass in my face as much as possible honestly um i really like uh obviously like some dubstep uh, like i mentioned before i like rhythm but that's not necessarily like my favorite but i like to go hard but liquid stranger has his music collective called wakan and i love anything that gets released on there such an amazing group of artists too like every producer that i've met that releases on wakan is just like such a genuine person and just like so fun but Sully is my absolute like favorite artist um I saw him at the he actually was the last artist I saw before quarantine he came to my college town in Oxford Mississippi does not have an EDM scene Memphis which is like the closest city like does not have an EDM scene like I like 
struggled in college because we had no concerts that were good. But like, for some reason, Sully, Lucid, Dirt Monkey, and Liquid Stranger came to Oxford and it was the most amazing experience of my life. And then COVID happened and everything shut down. And then I went and saw Sully, Champagne Drip, Peekaboo, Taboo, at the first drive-in back in September. And oh. it was good bookends because he's my favorite artist. But besides that, I love stuff like Toadface and Yeti and Essex, um, Champagne Drip. They're like probably some of my favorite artists. Uh, definitely love, you know, like the, honestly anything Wakan. All of those artists release on Wakan. I'm just literally a slut for Wakan. Uh, my <laughs> shoe that's on Night Base. Anything that releases in Night Base, like, yeah. I, will, I love you. It's beautiful. My shoelaces on the shoes that I wear to work are literally Wakan shoelaces. So cute. <laughs> Dude, literally the other day, I didn't even know how to pronounce it. I was like, Wakan. <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I actually knew how to say it until I went to Wakan Fest. I'm pretty sure I had said Wakan, but, like, some people I hung out with were like, Wakan, and, like, going to the festival we like just got like so like caught up in like which one is right we like couldn't remember which one was like actually right and then like at the fest we were like wakan 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 and i was like i'm such a big fan like what is <laughs> i'm so dead okay how long have you like actually been in the rave scene so buku that my sister brought me to was 2019 so march or february or whatever it happened of last year but oh, wow, you just went right in. You yeah. jumped the pool. I went to the music festivals last year. Wow. I <laughs> went to Fuku and I was like, <laughs> like more. <laughs> um, I guess like I've been, I saw, I've seen like Cherub a couple times and they would come to Oxford. So like I had like kind of raved there, but like very different. Like, yeah, like, for 30 sure. people there, like in this kind of big, big for Oxford it's like a probably like 200 person venue and there'll be like 30 people there just seeing like cherub so it's really just like me and my friends like jumping around like I love a good time but I guess my first like like I said before like plur experience was buku and then I was like send it that's crazy you really just went in you didn't dip your toes in you just <laughs> dived right in Ever. we support it yeah What's your, do you have a favorite rave experience? Oh gosh, all of them? No, <laughs> um, hmm. I love, so some uh, term we use at Lunchbox, I actually like got this from Tom, like our founder. He says festival magic and you like know what that is like once you hear that word. And so I guess like a lot of the little moments that kind of make up like just, what makes festivals so special so like one of my favorites was at electric forest last year literally like the best day of my life like it was so amazing like forest is so trippy like such good music we were waiting for like subtronics to come on i'm a huge subtronics fan too well not huge on like the grand scheme of things like subtronics fans are like insane like i'm a I like all of his music i'm a pretty big fan but i'm not like super yeah they i've seen some like subtronics fans are like you show up to a show and like head to toe and like their patch and their blankets and like all of like everything and like they're just like breathing subtronics and i'm like fuck yeah dude <laughs> like you are getting it and i love it but um, you just have, like a mop in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just like, let me know if you need me to clean anything up. No kidding. That's like the cutest thing ever. Yeah. So Electric Forest having a great day, waiting for Subtronics. And I was laying in the grass with, I went like with one other person, but we met up with this girl I went to college with. And like, she's from Michigan. So like her whole Ray fam. So we like spent a good bit of the weekend with them. And her and I became really close in college because, sorry, mom, we would skip class and go to my apartment and get high. <laughs> and <laughs> she was like one of my greatest friends and there wasn't an attendance policy. And if there was like not anything happening or like group work, we were allowed to go. So we were like, hey, I live down okay. the road. And um, we were laying in the grass at forest, holding hands, looking at like the stars. And she was like, dude, I don't think I've ever been this happy. This is the best day of my life. And I was like, literally same. I was just thinking that. And so oh, we've been there. Just like the little things, like, like those are the moments that unfortunately, like, because we lost everything in 2020, I'm like, I know that I'll get that back. And like, those are like precious tender connections. And like, I just can't wait. Uh, but that, and then probably just like the all of Wakan Festival and bringing a mop to it. <laughs> yeah, what? What means you bring the mop? Yeah, I was really just <laughs> gonna ask that. Tell me the story. Tell the backstory. So, um, do you guys ever bring like totems to festivals? Yeah. Okay, so I had never really like brought a totem to anything because I went to Buku last year and then like. 420 fest in Atlanta which is like mostly jam bands and then decided to send it to shaky beats and I didn't have I'd never like used a totem but I wanted like a little mini one so that if I made friends they could find me again because I went to shaky alone I brought a sunflower and then <laughs> whenever Wakan was rolling around I was like I gotta get something good like I need like something funny and just kind of like sat on the idea and then I was having a conversation with somebody and I was like oh like I still don't know what I want to bring but it's got to be good like it's gonna be filthy all weekend like it's gonna be so dirty from the base like somebody has to clean it up and I was like wait <laughs> I can clean it up <laughs> like okay and so I ended up getting a mop and it was literally the fucking jankiest thing, dude. It was like $4 from Walmart and it like looked fine. I was like, that'll do. Like, didn't know I was gonna have nearly as much fun with it as I did. And I literally was just like going ham, like mopping the ground the entire weekend. And people were like, thank you for keeping this place so clean. And I'm like, oh no, my goodness. No. Like, like so fun. Wakan was like only like 7,500 people. So like you would run into friends and see them again. like. 15 times like the same day so like I made so many friends and like kept running into the same people and like obviously I was like pretty recognizable because I was the only bitch without mop so like people would like come up to me over and over and I made some like really really great friends there and so I think that's why I also liked it so much is because it was just I like love connecting with people at festivals like I also like to do my own thing and like I don't want to like stand there and like talk to a stranger for the entire set but like I love connecting with people I love yeah. making people happy like so much fun and this mop like gave me all of the power to do that <laughs> I was like wow and it was just people were like so spun out at it it was so fucking geeked like I just guy like look me in the eyes and he was like can you call my friend and I was like maybe and his I think he like pointed at his friend and his friend is <laughs> sitting on the ground I'm like maybe like 10 rows back from like the front of like the big stage it was during cone sound so like very like 
like weird like kind of bass music and I turn around this guy's sitting on the ground with his feet in the air just like staring at me with the biggest fucking eyes and he's like will you mop my feet and I was like yeah for sure dude and he was so happy and I'm standing there with this mop this literally disgusting like mopping this guy's feet and he had the biggest smile on his face and he like put his socks and shoes back on and was like thank you and I was like of course like like little things like if that's what somebody wants in the moment like and I can make it happen like okay but I ended up like dancing away and oh right his friend came and found me and like gave me a hug and he was like you have no idea how happy that made him and I was like oh, that so was like dude I wonder if that guy the next day like thought back to like that interaction and like what it seems like from his point of view because like like did he actually think I was like cleaning him off like I like don't understand <laughs> The videos of you with the mob are probably some of my favorite videos to ever experience. So iconic, <laughs> so wookie, dude. You and your little hiking boots at a festival with the fucking mob. Like, I've never seen anything better. So, I literally was like, like, I was literally just like so myself the entire weekend, which is why I love festivals. But like, it was just so much fun. And like, everyone like went along with like the joke of like keeping the space clean and like, people would ask to use it and I would let them like go hard for like literally as long as they wanted. And I'm like, this is literally a $4 mop from Walmart. <laughs> like, wow. Thank you festivals for giving such inanimate objects so much power over us. No, literally. You're like, you changed my life, Mr. Mop. So how has your life changed since starting to go to all of these shows? I really feel like going to music festivals just like shoved me straight in the direction of like self-acceptance and like just becoming the best version of myself like for me and not for anybody else and like obviously like I'm such a lover and like I like love taking care of my friends I'm also like a rave mom but like it taught me to like be a little bit selfish in like all the right ways, obviously not to like be mean to anybody, but like take care of myself and like do, do what makes me happy and like follow my dreams, like because they make me happy, not like for the validation of anybody else. And like, I feel like you get a lot of people who kind of think similarly at festivals and that encouraged me to do that. And in turn, like I now, and like so much more confident than like I ever was before. I had like a lot of self-doubt about like what I was doing, who I was, people I was surrounding myself with, like my choices in college and like festivals made me realize like at the end of the day, like, you know, we all make mistakes, but when we can come together and like share like this love and this space for like this music and this experience, like it's just is so powerful and like so accepting and you know, when you can accept, like, others so freely, like, you can accept yourself so freely, and I think that that just, like, helped me be me. I've always been, like, really weird, and so it just, like, helped me embrace it a lot more, and now, like, I'm, I, like, own it and do it, like, with confidence rather than, like, being insecure, because, like, I'm a big, like, energy person, and, like, I, if you carry yourself well and, like, you, like, own your shit, like, then, like, you will law of attraction so yeah for sure 100% agree on all of that mm -hmm. so yeah. 
how did you find out or get associated with Lunchbox? So when I fell in love with festivals, I was like, all right, if I'm going to be a raver, I got to do the damn thing. And so I started looking into like all the festival brands and like finding out about like festival fashion and like, just like really like diving in to like understand like, like plur and like the culture and like what, what I had been missing my entire life. Like my first day at Buku, I wore like jean shorts with like this, like it was a purple like rave top, but like I had like jean shorts on. Like, like what was I doing? We just talked about that in the last episode of the podcast. Actually. <laughs> she like went to her first rave ever with like pink little Nike pros on and now she's an owner of a fucking clothing brand. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's like, whatever um but then I like really started to do research and I was like I I knew I had a lot of friends that had gone to festivals I just like hadn't made it to one yet and I knew that like a camelback or like a hydration pack was necessary and I like started doing research and I found out about lunchbox and at the time I was like oh like I'll buy this for myself for like my 21st birthday like because I, I went to shaky beats alone like as a like I turned 21 I could finally like rent a hotel room and like <laughs> buy alcohol so I was like fuck yeah like I'm gonna go and so I did and it was an amazing time I was like I'll buy myself a lunchbox before I go to that and that was like right around the time lunchbox was launching for like EDC and I think I was like oh like I'll just do shaky without it and then I'll get it before I go to Bonnaroo I went to shaky beats with like the like Ozark Trail, like Walmart, like Camelback, <laughs> like w- biggest waste of my money ever. <laughs> like, dude, like literally, like fuck any Camelback. And I'm like so thankful I found Lunchbox because they're an anti-theft hydration pack for music festivals. Uh, if you don't know, so uh, it's it r- literally changed the game. The my favorite part is the like water bladder. It's like a fold over like seal rather than the twisty seal. And I remember at Shaky Beats being so convinced that my like Walmart like Camelback was like leaking, but it was just like the water and condensation from the bag was like dripping and like getting like the bottom of the bag wet. And I was like, like I'm not trying to make a big deal about this, but like I can't tell if it's like leaking or not. And you're like get like kind of stuck on something. And I was like. I'm fine. Like if it's leaking, it's fucking water. I don't have anything in there. It's going to break like whatever. And like, just, I remember like still being like worried and like trying to figure out if I was wet, like not understanding like what was happening. And after that, I was like, literally got home and I was like on my laptop, like typing aggressively and purchasing my oh, <laughs> story. We have to talk about this. We've never talked about this before. So Jordan, introduced me to lunchbox for christmas she got me a lunchbox and then we had decadence like nine days later right and which is like a new year's eve show and there was this cam- like i don't know what fucking brand it was it wasn't camel pack it was like a brand that's kind of like lunchbox like there's like light cords and shit on it but it was fucking weird and the yeah, yeah yeah the knockoff dude like their signs were made out of like what the fuck are they called? Like the cracky lights. Glow sticks. They're trying to be out of like glow sticks and shit, right? And like our friend Alyssa's like, guys, come take a photo with us. And we're like, no, no. We're <laughs> no. not lunchbox people. <laughs> that is so funny. We're like, Alyssa, stop. I don't know you. But yeah. You're like, those are not our people. Sorry. <laughs> that is so funny. 
Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, I feel like a lot of people will have an experience. It's like really shit. And then you're like, when you had, how do you get in lunchbox? Like I had this bad experience where I, my water like pack broke and spilled everywhere. Or I lost all my stuff or like I was robbed or like whatever. And then people end up at lunchbox. And I'm like, I hate that people have to like go through something shitty to then invest in like a high quality, like product that like literally lasts. And I was just, um, just like a fam, we call it the lunchbox fam, just a fam member for almost a year. I bought my lunchbox May, 2019. And then in February, Tom, our founder, called me and asked if I wanted to join the team as their social media manager. Wow. We're like, I mean, we're waiting for our calls. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. I heard in one of your episodes, you guys were like, Lunchbox, like, if you want us to work for you, like, we will. Like, hello. Dude, I literally did that shit for like six months. Don't stop. No, we're gonna we're waiting for that phone call <laughs> we're literally talking like about up and packing our lives and moving away and just becoming like <laughs> gotta go live with the team <laughs> we already have plans casey we're manifesting it okay you guys i just got like my own place um i'm just like renting a house and i have a guest room you guys should just pack up and <laughs> you can bring your boyfriend and your dog too Dude, I have two dogs, three people. That would never work. It's too bad. It's really I love the thought. Maybe I'll ditch them. <laughs> you just dick, ditch Nick, and the dogs. Oh my god, if you listen to this podcast, you're gonna hate me. We'll just give like our tour. Or we'll go on a book tour. I respect it. He knows how much we love it. Respect the hustle. <laughs> One day, mark our words. Don't give up though. I was really out here saying like my I met this girl Stephanie when I was like now my best friends because of lunchbox spam and she and i would literally always say like like hey hey like i have a marketing degree like or like whatever and like always just like kind of being silly and i mean i became friends with a lot of the team members uh and that definitely helped because you know they want to support the lunchbox fam who you know has good ideas and everything and they really they really did that for me and a couple other people too and it's like a company that I love I love the people who work for them and then they value literally the the family that has created so much to like literally hire me like it was just beautiful I was like this company like just keeps getting better and better I swear yeah no I'm kidding you guys don't have to hire us just yet but (laughs) I want to like at least like meet you guys at a show oh I have a like quick question that's not even on the list so do you rave with Tommy a lot? So I've only met um, Tom and Meredith, who are like pretty much, our, Tom is a founder, Meredith's now founder as well. And I've only met them. I haven't met anyone else on the team. That's crazy. So happy, but you've raved with him. So I met Tommy, this is a good story, at <laughs> 7.30 at the late night stage at Bonnaroo, 7.30 in the morning. Uh, maybe like 6 30 7 30 I was dancing and I knew about I was like in the lunchbox shit like I had followed Tommy and lunchbox and like I like knew that he was going to be there and that they were like hanging out because I had been seeing them do like that at like other festivals I was like I'm gonna fucking find that guy and I'm gonna fucking make him give me a pair of diffraction glasses <laughs> they hand those out at festivals and I was like I'm gonna fucking meet him and I literally was obsessed with my lunchbox still am of course. And 
I was just like doing my own thing a lot of Bonnaroo and I was just like dancing. I was the only person left in like the little squad of people I had met, mostly because I just did not want to walk back to pod 11. And Tom runs up behind me and he goes, hey, nice bag. And I literally remember turning around and being like, like no the biggest smile on my face I was like I know who you are I've been looking for you and he was like what and I was like dude like I love this like thank you so much and we like talked a little bit about the bag and just like danced a bit and it got like a little bit like earlier in the day and like music was still going and the sun had risen and this security guard like points at us and is like come here and I'm like like what did I do wrong and like we had been dancing and I was like hitting my dad pen and stuff so I was like shit and I know that you have bad experience with getting your dad pen taken <laughs> but, like, she's such a fan I love it <laughs> um and so I like ended up walking over and he, the security guard just walked us up onto the stage and so not only had I just met the like guy who created my, the bag that literally changed festivals for me and like like I am obsessed with Lunchbox and he was like so nice and Meredith was there and I got to meet her, and then we're, like, literally dancing on the stage. We're, like, getting, like, free stuff given to us. I'm standing there with, like, finger puppets, like, on my fingers, like, dancing with it, and Tommy has, like, a tiny hand on his hand that he had himself, and, like, literally, it's just, like, such, like, a funny, like, cute moment, like, literally how I first met him, and now I literally get to work for Lunchbox, and I'm, like, it's just so funny, and then I, like, ran into them at Electric Forest completely randomly, because we didn't have service all weekend, so, like, I couldn't track them down, really just happened to run into him, and I was, like, festival uh, magic, like, thank you, but, no, I haven't met anyone else on the team, but some of them I'm literally so close with now, and I, I it's, like, hard for me to believe that we haven't met in person. Yeah, yeah, we fucking love Emma, too, like, biggest fans of Emma. Yeah, Emma's great. We love her. <laughs> I love that I got to like get to know her because of Lunchbox because um, like I had known who she was before and then it was like we have this amazing team of like awesome like creatives in the EDM world and I'm like getting to work with her and like see like all the awesome stuff she's done and like see her now like post like all the TikToks and reels like she always fucking kills it and I'm like hell yeah girl like it's so nice to like get to know someone who is just like so good at like creating like festival content like that I love her I've been talking to her more from like the lunchbox calls and I've been in some of her like rave culture cast spam calls and it's just so fun talking to everyone on her YouTube video yeah and I was just also in one of her YouTube videos so it's been so fun to like talk to different people especially Mm -hmm. now like talking to you people in so many different places I know it's so cool I just like want to see what you see outside of your window (laughs) (laughs) yeah beautiful I watched this like one like huge tree in my backyard turn from like like bright ass like typical green to like every shade of like yellow orange and red and then like watching all like the leaves fall it literally I was sitting here one day and it was like raining leaves because so many were coming off the tree I literally like sprinted outside and I was like ah because there were so (laughs) many leaves falling I was like this is my first like fall I've lived in the south for the last since I was 11, so the last 11 years, so it's, like, this is the first time I've really come up here and seen, like, a complete change, so you guys will have to come visit me next year, and you guys can see it, too. Dude, literally, whenever you're ready, like, we will come, <laughs> we'll find Perfect, say less. Yeah, honestly. We'll even go to, like, the fucking, how do you pronounce it? Wait. Wacan? Wacan? <laughs> I don't know it. 
Okay. Come on. I'm gonna make you a base head. <laughs> it's okay. We were already there before. We, yeah, I, was, I heard you guys say that you used to be into dubstep, right? Yeah, I still like dubstep. It's fine. <laughs> Dirt Monkey's one of my favorite DJs on earth. Me too. I love him. Love him. Love him. I got to use his kendama actually one time, and I was like, "That's like my subtle flex for the day." <laughs> like, <laughs> I would die. I would. Die. I love him. Okay. So, uh, since joining the Lunchbox fam, how has your life changed? Oh, wow. Um, we, like, start crying. <laughs> literally, like, Lunchbox is, like, everything to me. And, like, I'm talking about it, like, completely from, like, my raver, like, side right now. I'll let you know when I switch to, like, my business, like, thanks. But, like, um, as an individual who wanted to feel secure and safe at a show that I go to alone or at a festival that I go to alone, or I'm also, like, a little bit of a wanderer. Uh, so, like, if I'm even with a group, like, hey, like, I'm going to go do my own thing or, like, go to this other set, like, like Launchbox is anti-theft. Like, it's not getting cut. Excuse me, I'm drinking too much white claw. Um, it's not getting <laughs> cut. It's not like gonna get like ripped off your back. Like all the zippers are facing your body, so like nobody could get into it. Like if you're alone and you lose like your keys or your phone or your wallet, like that can like ruin a festival for you. And like obviously like just material shit. But, like if you can't get into your car, if you can't contact like stuff for emergencies or like anything, like you might be fucked. So knowing that they had my back like was the world. And then the special moment that you get when lunch you see another lunchbox like at a festival and you're like lunchbox fam and you like all run up to each other and then like you instantly hit it off with that person because you know like like if they know what the lunchbox is like obviously like they're a raver and like they have at least some of their shit together because they value like high quality like things that help them like enhance their experience and like really get to enjoy themselves like the attention to detail on that product is incredible and I don't want to sound like I'm like gassing it up too much because I know I work for Lunchbox but like I literally said all of this stuff much before I ever even thought that they were like gonna hire me or anything and so it's just so funny like coming so far but now that I'm a team member actually my first day I think was like March 1st and then COVID hit and so we had all these plans to like I was supposed to do like my first takeover at Buku Music Festival this year, like for them. And I was so excited. And we had like all the stuff that was going to happen. And we were going to like go to festivals together. And I was going to get to work festivals for Lunchbox and like create like more of the community that like had welcomed me and like helped me so much. And I know that you guys like love Lunchbox fam too. And it's like the team like helped me through so much this year through COVID, through like I like just to say like shortly like a kind of dramatic like breakup and like having to like move across like a couple states like kind of suddenly like the team had my back through like so much as I like found myself and you know festivals are such a release and we can discover so much about like ourselves and other people there and so like going through like all these things that are really hard and typically it's like well at least like I have this thing to look forward to and it was like nothing and so having the team and having the ability to create like a social media strategy for like something that I love to like help the fam grow to highlight 
uh, like members of the Launchbox fam and to do like our fan feature Fridays and we did some talent Tuesdays and had people create like DIY skins to show like all these amazing people that are in this community that make the Launchbox community so genuine and so special and like it was just so like fun to be able to like facilitate that and like give back to everything that like created like my like rave momness and like everything like that. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking recently, and we want to, like, DIY one of our skins to, like, a Not Your Normal logo. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. That would be so cool. <laughs> but while we're on this topic, do you want to shout out the new product that they have coming out? Yes. So, <laughs> I guess by the time this uh, drops, it will have already been out, and our Kickstarter will have launched, but it launches on uh, November 16th. 2020 I'm so excited so <laughs> we typically have a uh our lunchbox hydration pack but we're now coming out with two new bags the snack pack and the sling pack and we created these with the idea in mind that you know we don't know like what shows are going to be like post-covid we don't know what festivals are going to be like post-covid like there is it's just going to be like a new normal, like things aren't going to ever go back to whatever it was before. Yeah. And with that in mind, we were like, how do we help our like friends and like other ravers, like be ready for like anything? Like how are we prepared for like the unexpected? Like, cause everything is always changing. And so we created this product, not only for like raving, but also for like kind of like everyday carry, like, use through like if you're in the city or like anything like that and so one is like a fanny pack you can wear like around your waist or like also as a crossbody. I actually just use this at Revive. It was called Revive Wellness Retreat. It was like a little like weekend Halloween festival at a hotel. And you like watch from your balcony and stuff like that. And we I just saw sit. that. So fun. We had the dude that that was amazing. Honestly if I could make a shout out to Revive right now the people who put it on like was awesome like the event was awesome the sound was awesome uh like it was so fucking fun and so you could watch from your balcony or if you like you could get a what's called a vibe booth like right in front of the stage literally right in front of the stage I was so fucking close to like a bunch of my favorite artists and like got to watch them play like so fun but I brought dance with room what was that like be up at the stage and like dance still and like have room yeah, it was because you had like, they was like socially distant booths. So like, it was like you and like your room, like in one and like, you would only have four in each booth and our, but they sold us a six person room. So that's why we were like, why just four in each booth? So we would have two booths. So we had so much room to dance between them. And like, it was a lot of fun, so much fun. And I brought the snack pack, which is the fanny pack. And I fit literally so much stuff in there. Like, diffraction glasses kaleidoscope glasses finger puppets to hand out gum like <laughs> literally like so much more like my like room key and like wallet like dab pen like so much and there was still room and then the best feature i think though is on like the fanny pack like on the body then there's a phone pocket that fits your phone perfectly and it's like cushioned so like if like you like drop your bag or whatever like you're it's not just like a cheap ass fanny pack like your shit is protected and it won't get broken and then if you need your phone so you don't have to undo the whole fanny pack and kind of dig around through your stuff and you know like the feeling of like pulling something out and like other stuff falling like 
it doesn't happen because it's in like this pocket for like just your phone and I was like dude this is amazing because when there was like a song that I wanted or like something I didn't have to dig through all of my shit I just like whipped it out and I was like it's incredible that we like the team continues to create things that I like I feel like such a simp for lunchbox and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like I know I work here but like I'm like damn like this is awesome and then the sling pack is you also have like your compartment for all your stuff but then there's a like sleeve for a water bottle and so that's like a crossbody like kind of bag um and you wear it what would you call that like is that crossbody yeah like a sling pack literally and so you can put your water in it and it like adjusts to the different like kind of sizes and there's so many different ways to like put the straps for like the, the way that you like them and there's also going to be like other colored straps and stuff like that so it's going to be like still customizable because that's like a big feature of the lunchbox but like that way you can have your water or obviously like some venues you can't bring in your own like water bottle. So like if you go in and you buy a bottle of water, you can still keep it on you. Uh, we created it in mind with like shufflers and things like that so that those people have the ability to like jump and dance around without it being like annoying or like having the risk of like your shit flying out or like losing anything because it's still got like the locking zippers and everything that makes the lunchbox like so dope. And so I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'm so excited for them to launch. Uh, right now it's in nine days and uh, I'm excited for this Kickstarter to take off. And I've seen how much work like the whole team has put in and I'm just like, so like proud of them, like as a friend and like, as somebody who like works with them like it's just they like truly have like all of us in mind at events because we are all like ravers so like we know like what we want and like all of those like pain points but it's like really nice to just see it all come together finally oh my gosh i'm so excited I'll yeah jordan's zoom call. yeah jordan's been getting really into like shuffling lately so that'll be yeah, perfect when i'm not wearing platforms for the show but yeah so <laughs> tomorrow we're rocking the platforms but we'll take them off yeah okay I don't know if you've touched on this yet did you mention your role with lunchbox like what your specific job is so I am the social media manager um I run the Instagram account and I help them create content and like create a social strategy and run some small marketing campaigns and things like that and just kind of like work with them on what is you know what is our best like marketing like strategy here and it's really nice because since we're still like a small business and like there's only just a few of us like we have the ability to like play around so much and like try so many different things and they give me like so much like freedom to like test out like new like marketing tactics and stuff like that so it's like a lot of fun that that <laughs> you know it was, it was interesting having people trust me to make decisions for them. And I was like, oh shit, like I actually work here. <laughs> no, no, I'm just but like, it's like, damn, like it, I always am like, oh, am I ever gonna get to use my degree? But like, I, I get to with Lunchbox and I do some other like freelance marketing. So it's just like fun to be able to like play around. And I, I love it. I'm like passionate about it. I think I definitely picked the right major in college. Some fucking how I guessed when I was a freshman and it worked out, but, um, yeah, I just do a lot of like strategy and like, uh, like content coordinating and we have our fam ambassadors as we call like our lunchbox, like ambassador influencers and like getting to know them and 
like hang out with them and like everything and create those connections has just been like a lot of fun and getting to like talk to you guys has been great and I love like when people dm us and tell us like their own like little lunchbox story or like what it meant to them or someone in their family and stuff like that and it's just like really given me like another sense of home because I put like so much like weight on like how much I love festivals it's such like a big part of my life um and I just like really value and like other people understand that too so when we like dm lunchbox is that like us talking to you pretty much always uh andrew gets on there sometimes shout out andrew what's up dude um <laughs> he gets on there sometimes and we'll answer the dms too um he's he is pretty funny especially when he like messages his friends because like we all are like very like closely intertwined now and it's just like funny like stephanie will message and she almost always assumes it's like me i met her because of lunchbox family she'll be like love you mom because she i'm her rave mom and i'm like i always laugh i wonder if like andrew gets on there and she's like love you mom and it's just like so funny like our friends definitely interact with us like but most of the time it's me uh everyone else does get on there though so you, you never know gotta keep no, that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> What's been the most rewarding thing about working for Lunchbox? Definitely like being able to help build this community in a more like tangible sense. So we didn't have a fan Facebook group when quarantine started. It was kind of like, we knew we wanted to like do something for the community. And that was kind of like the talk, like when I was like brought onto the team and we were like trying to find a way to appreciate, you know, the connections you make at festivals and like those lunchbox fam, like moments when you like see other people in the crowd, but like how, how do we like stay connected amidst like all of this? And we built a really awesome like Facebook community and like we've grown like our Instagram community so much. And aside from like, obviously like skyrocketing like numbers, well, our Facebook fan group has over 700 members now which is super exciting and wow <laughs> we're two of those by the way <laughs> we're like shut up little torch fam high res <laughs> <laughs> literally um it has just been like so cool to see that grow and then uh there's this girl like for example her instagram is curly cammy hi cammy shout out i love her like i never would have met her if it weren't for like lunchbox fam and like so conversations literally like this, like I literally love y'all's podcast. Like you are just like me. You guys, <laughs> we are gonna get along so well when we finally meet in person. I just wanna let you know that. Like oh, I know, I'm so excited. Like Cami is so awesome. Like she's always hyping me up on literally everything I post. Like hey, she's like girl, like right. And it's just so fun to like have like cute, like fun, like gal friends, like from all over like the country and like um like Brandon he also works for Lunchbox like he is easily like one of like my best friends now like because of that like just like such genuine connections of like such like-minded people and I wish I could just like go back and like give like freshman year of like college Casey like a hug and be like do not worry like your friends will come and like they will love you like <laughs> like it's like I was like it's, I struggled so bad with like understanding like why I couldn't like keep friends before like raving and it truly was just because like you only want to be around people who like let you be like your true self you know and like I, I didn't I hadn't found that yet and so it's nice you could never be like date someone who like wasn't in the EDM community or like be like like I'm bringing my 
other best friend to like her first show ever tomorrow and she's so excited I'm like I can be friends if Evie didn't want to go right that's so fun I'm glad she's like being open-minded and it's gonna be crazy she's gonna have so much fun <laughs> who I know that you guys said this but will you remind me who's playing tomorrow yeah we're seeing Green Velvet, Walker and Royce, John Summit, Sage Armstrong, and Michael Hunter. That's cool is that like all house? Yeah, yeah, like Dirty Bird, like, okay. you know, like Claude Von Stroke? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, so it's all like kind of, okay, I knew what Dirty Bird was. I think the Lunchbox team taught me that. They're all <laughs> house and techno heads and stuff like that. I and know, that's why I asked about you and Tom, because I was like, okay, so if you're like, don't know that much about house, I'm sure you don't really end up at the stages, but like, I've seen you guys rave together, and that's like, isn't that like his favorite genre? Uh, he's like a night based guy for sure. He like loves E.T. Slater and Wax Motif. <laughs> I love I love that you guys all have different playlists on Spotify. Your tastes are so different. And I love when you guys like do the takeovers for shows. Like I'm so ready for those to come back. Yeah. Oh well, heck yeah! I mean, there's so much fun. Literally, so much fun. And I had done one for the Subtronic show in Baltimore, and. I maybe was a little lit and totally forgot that like that was <laughs> responsibility. I only posted like three videos. I felt so bad. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Lunchbox team, if you're listening. Um, and they but, understand they're ravers. They get. <laughs> but so I tried to I tried to make sure I got a good bit of coverage at Revive when I did a takeover for that. But it's been so fun and uh, like BB did one for the Wakan takeover on Montage Mountain over Halloween. She did such a good job, too, and it's just so fun to, like, have different, like, little cutie ravers, like, show us what's up, like, Frisky Hug did his, and he's, like, definitely, like, a totally different, like, raver than I am. I would love to, like, go to, a, like, a show with him sometime, and he's, like, he's so funny with him. <laughs> okay, we have two more questions. Where did the time go? Sorry, I feel like what I've been talking forever, I'm sorry. <laughs> no I've been this is like I have butterflies I'm so excited so okay a show you hope to attend in the future you got to name off the ones that you haven't been to yet that you are just dying to go to okay so I'm not like a huge excision fan like one of my best friends is like die hard excision fan but like his production on like his last tour looked unreal and like I, I like excision I respect what he has done for the scene like so fucking much especially with like Subsidia and like everything like that like literally like 10 out of 10 dude but like just his music isn't necessarily like always my vibe I yeah. would like to see it live I bet but like his production is so cool like I am like dying to go see like it was like excision like champagne drip um I am like drawing a blank, but I was excited about those two. And like on that insane production, I followed like Champagne Drips like through that tour. And because he played with like every show with Excision and it looked unreal every time. That's like probably the top of my list. Um, I really wish I had, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I wish I had seen Space Jesus at like just a Space ah! Jesus. Um, hey, we, we've seen him. So like we. <laughs> um I really really love Space Jesus he will hold a special place in my heart but you know I also 
love and respect all women of the universe. And so yeah. it, it just was really hard um, when, you know, everything came out about that. Um, I will try not to talk about it, but it, he, I wish I had seen like one of his shows. He meant so much to me. He got me into like bass music, like so much. And so it's just, I wish I had gotten to experience that. Um, another show, let's see. I definitely want to hit like an IO set. Never really been to anything like that, so. Fuck yeah, we love IO. It was a bunch of the like Lunchbox teams last show before quarantine. And so like, I think that might be like why that's just stuck in my head. But like, I saw videos from it and everything. And I'm like, that looks so fucking fun. The vibe, dude. <laughs> like his vibes are unmatchable. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I recently this summer, I've like always kind of listened to Ganja White Knight, but this summer I heard, uh, I heard some of their album, The One, and for whatever reason, like it hit extra hard. Like that time I hit it, and I was like, "Shit, dude!" And now I'm like a huge Ganja White Knight fan, and I'm dying to see them. I saw some videos from their tour, The One tour, like it was one of their albums they dropped, and I'm like. Bro, like I fucking folded missing that. Like, why was they not in the scene earlier? Like, shit, I'm so mad. But I like they're probably top of my list too. And then, I mean, I haven't seen like so many big artists since I'm so new. Like, I went to like seven festivals and like a bunch of concerts last year. But like, I've never seen like Cascade or Dead oh. Mouse or anything. Dead like Mouse, dude. <laughs> I've never seen Plume. Like, I want like. I'm done. I was supposed to see all of these people this year, but it's a, next year. I'm. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, I hate how far away you live. Like, dude, we would be such, all three of us, we'd be such good fucking friends. Yeah. I know. I don't know what's next for me. This is, like, my, like, post-grad, like, I'm just going to pretend everything's okay when I'm probably, like, not. <laughs> like, like, we don't know what's next for us either. We don't even know if we're going to be in Arizona, like. Exactly. So maybe we will live near each other at some point. I, literally nowhere is out of the question. So. Oh, that's awesome. We love to see that. So what are some things that we can look forward to from you and the Lunchbox fam in 2021? Ooh, so we definitely have, uh, at when this airs, uh, it will be public knowledge, so I'll tell you guys now. Um, we have some new, really, really awesome skins coming. Ah! They're going to launch for Black Friday. Um, they're so exciting. So at this point, I hope you guys will have seen them. They're reflective. Oh, like, we did oh, yeah. see them. So fucking cool, dude. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, a lot of really cool, like, other skins, like, in mind in the works. Uh, Brandon and Emma, like, actually did a lot of, like, work on that. And it was really fun. That was one of the first, like, things that I saw like when I joined the team, like over quarantine, I remember being on that call and being like, I'm so fucking cool. <laughs> like like <laughs> looking through like different samples for like new stuff. Um, so definitely like more skins and hopefully like when festivals come back, like we are just so fucking excited to be able to like pop off and like bring the community back and like do so in a way that's like safe for all of us. But like we could still like have fun and like be ourselves and like appreciate the community and so I'm so excited for that and we're always working on like such fun things and so I'm just so excited for everything that the team like has in mind and creating all of that Uh, our kickstarter 
is going to launch soon. And so then like, I'm excited to see, you know, everybody get their bags and next year and like really getting to get to use them. Um, just like seeing all of that content come in that I'm not thinking of it, like from a, I can't wait to post it like view more of like a, I love seeing how everybody is going to like express themselves with like their different colored straps or like bags or like whatever water bottle they bring. Or a lot of people put like their pins on their lunchbox. Like I, I've been wondering if people will put like their pins on straps and like stuff like that. I'm just kind of yeah. seeing like, how things become personalized because the fam comes up with some fucking crazy cool shit and like creative people in it. it's crazy mm-hmm. i know i need yeah. to my name <laughs> <laughs> right a- uh amy she's a member of the lunchbox fam she has created some incredible diy skins like uh this girl hope has created some really awesome ones and like also seeing like the people or i'm sorry the places that people take their lunch bowl. did i say that yeah the places that people take their lunchbox yes and like all the cool shots people get um jose he's like our customer service guy he is literally one of the funniest people ever as i love having him on the team he just took this really really awesome picture and he's like got a lunchbox on and he's like holding a lunchbox in his hand and it's like dope lighting like really awesome view and he was like who's coming on like the next adventure and I was like that's fucking sick dude like it's just so nice to see like all these shots my older sister the one that brought me like festivals I bought her lunchbox so like she's obsessed with it and so it's just so funny like seeing it come full circle like she introduced me to festivals and then I gave her a lunchbox and it's like an extension of her body now <laughs> like so just excited to see like what people come up with and they're great gifts. oh yeah dude jordy popped the fuck off she got nick one too yeah, well it was after we went to gold rush and all of our pockets were unzipped and i was so sketched out about that oh and yeah I def- just, someone definitely got into i just shit. started researching everything and then it was like black friday and i was like mm, got it getting it and then it was your christmas present and now we're here. Look at us now. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys how, because I know that you said she bought you one for Christmas, but that's so awesome that, I mean, I hate that you had to get all your pockets unzipped. Like, <laughs> like we just need to give everybody one. And then like, they're going to be like, why did the theft stop? <laughs> it's like, oh, we were just like way ahead of you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we've already gone through all of the questions. I'm honestly like sad. Can I ask you guys some questions? Yeah, do it. Okay, I wrote some down in case. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Okay, if you drink coffee, like how often do you drink it, and like do you have like a go-to order? I'm so dead. I'm a barista, <laughs> and I'm gonna stay did know that pretty much every day. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. Fun fact. Me neither. So I drink chai's and they like crack me out too much. Like I bought this chai at like eleven a.m. and I still am, like chai's <laughs> uh, a lot of cold brew. It's just like cream and like almond milk and natural cold brews. If I need to crack myself out, <laughs> I did this morning. I'd rather die. <laughs> so good. Nice. I'm not much of a coffee drinker, but. There's just something about like that buzz it gives you sometimes that when I want to like feel something, I'm like, I'll get a large. <laughs> I mean, I'm a downer kind of gal. I don't do the whole, I don't do the whole 
jitters on oh the bus. I, <laughs> I hate the uppers. I literally will like. We have this drink at work. It's called the espresso yourself, and it literally has like espresso in it and like like bananas and almond butter and like that's it. And I drank like maybe like half like three quarters of a cup of liquid of it and I was like buzzing so bad I felt like my whole body was like vibrating and I was like guys this was like my like fourth shift I was like I'm so sorry <laughs> like I was like I don't even like know how to control myself right now and that's like how little I drink coffee but I, you know sometimes it's nice that time I was like I need to calm down <laughs> like but I, I do like it I like yerba mates though that's like a, a good caffeine buzz <laughs> I would rather die than drink a yerba mate. Dude, they would kill me. They'd put me on my deathbed. Because <laughs> there's so much caffeine? Dude, even if I drink a decaf shot, which decaf still has, like, some caffeine in it, I'm, like, tweaked. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I hate it. I just, I'm not an upper kind of gal. I don't like it. I don't like the feeling of having, like, crazy immense energy. And, like, if I took an Adderall, which I did in high school, dude, I panicked for, like, three days straight. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Best believe I got some shit done, though. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I really do be that way. <laughs> All right. Okay, I have another question. What is a day in the life of either of you? I've been in quarantine. Fuck. Uh, What's your quarantine day in the life, then? I've been making clothes, so... I'm in the middle of painting Nick a pair of jeans, and then my best friend's birthday's coming up, and she loves White Claws, too, so I'm making, like, a cowgirl hat. I was just about to be like, oh, my God, I can't say this, but it's only coming out, like, the next fucking month, but, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do, here's the vision, cowboy hat, white, I'm going to do cow spots, cow spots everywhere, everywhere, and then glitter everywhere everywhere i'm gonna white claw emblem right here like on the head and then i got a like a bow up i'm gonna put the bow around that's so cute what about you you're you're much more um yeah so i have a full-time job so monday through friday i wake up at 5 15 and i go work out and then i get ready for work at yeah i have to log in at eight so monday and wednesday i'm in the office all the other days I'm at home. I work from eight to five thirty, and then I cook myself dinner. Sometimes I'll watch some TV. I clean. I journal. I read. I plan. She's I do, so healthy. I do a lot of stuff for the podcast, so like all the Instagram content. I do after hours. I'll practice shuffling if I really feel like it. And then I go to bed by like 9.30. <laughs> Me? That's so cool. And then Fridays or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I usually get drunk and then just hang out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, me on my best day is like, like my like best day, like few and far between best days. Like, you know, those above average ones. There's like, like you on your average day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to be just like you. <laughs> No, literally, but it kind of, like, makes me, like, scared. Like, you're Once way you just, mentally stable. No. Are you kidding me? I have a cry count for how many times I cry during the week at work. But I just, I like to plan, and being on a schedule and a routine just for me is better 
like my mental health and to like get things done but I've always been like a planner like yeah crazy I have a giant ass planner now <laughs> my grandpa has like, her fucking name engraved in it. <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa was like I'm so glad to see that you're still like that and I was like there's no way I'm growing out dude me I wake up when I have a shift go to fucking work for like seven hours go home drink take a bath hang out with my dogs maybe take them on a walk or two and go the fuck to bed and there would be all in the morning and i eat the same things every day i wake up at like the same time every day take a bath every night i'm like i'm definitely somewhere in the middle of you two <laughs> yeah we're, we're very opposites but that's why we work <laughs> i literally love you guys you guys always have such like great energy and i'm like big fan yeah. we're a big fan dude i've literally never been so excited for an episode before like, <laughs> i wanted to come out now are you snack and sling <laughs> right kidding me never do that to you <laughs> i mean after the 16th anything goes <laughs> yeah. we'll be the first one back after thanksgiving yep do you want me other questions first? Um, oh, I have one more. So is there anybody that, like, you've met, like, briefly in, like, a crowd that, like, you still kind of think about and you're, like, somebody like you, like, brief, like, kind of misconnection almost. Like, you don't actually, like, know who they are. Like, well, you met them, spent, like, a great time with them at a festival, and then, like, or even, like, a quick interaction, and then, like, they just disappeared. Like, do you have any stories like that? Two people come to my mind instantly. You first. Is this a Lunchbox fan people that we met? No. Oh, okay, well, I met, there was this couple when we were in line for the porta potties at Decadence, and the door didn't work. So we were like telling them that we would guard the door. And while we were in line, they were showing us pictures of their kids, and they were telling us how they've been like raving for 15 plus years. Aww. And it was so cute. I don't remember that. <laughs> Sorry, I remember both us. I feel like I have a brief memory. Okay, two. One is Gordo. Do you remember Gordo? Yeah, we met him like two different times at a show, and I got his Snapchat. And like, I haven't met him since, but I just like see him living his best life all day, every day. And then another one was that other guy that we met. Okay, Jordan. Like, Austin? yeah. Yeah, Jordan, like, doesn't really like people. Like, we are just scared of people. We need their vibes to be, like, amazing before we, like, even, like, interact with them, you know? So, usually, like, Maddie, Maddie just likes to talk to people. So, she'll start <laughs> talking to them first, and I'll just listen to the conversation, and I'll decide if they're sus or not, and if they're sus, then you're getting a fake name and fake information. Yeah, <laughs> dude, oh my god. You're not gonna know my legal name. <laughs> Jordan's fake name is Sasha. When people ask what her name is, it's Sasha. Oh, it's <laughs> At festivals, at bars, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, we met this guy, Austin, and, like, Jordan, like, instantly clicked with him. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because, I don't know, you when you're at shows, like, either half the people there are amazing and half the people there are there for the wrong reasons, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it was really cool because once I know Jordan's talking to someone, I'm like, okay, they're cool as shit. <laughs> she doesn't waste her energy on people that aren't. Yeah. Good. You shouldn't. Yeah. Very true. But yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> do you have one hand one? I'm curious now. Well, the the mop, dude. She oh, yeah. tracks all, <laughs> all the people. There was actually this guy at Fuku, and it was like the first time 
I had like had like a cute little interaction like this. So maybe this is why it like stands out so much. But we were like dancing at a set and the ground was like dusty. So like a lot of people kind of had like masks or like their patches like wrapped around their face. And it was really hot though. So everyone was like fucking sweaty and dusty. And this guy was walking around with one of like the fans that also like mists. And he like turned around and he held it up and he was like like thumbs up or thumbs down and I like was kind of confused and he like pointed at the fan and he was like thumbs up thumbs down and I would like give him a thumbs up and he like missed at us and I was like it was just so cute because he like like asked permission because like obviously like if somebody's like having a good time or like maybe like on psychedelics or something like you don't necessarily want to just like hop up in their space and like and he was just like like he was tall and he had like his patch like completely wrapped around everything except his eyes and he just like had like such good energy and like turned around and it was just like the way like he asked because like yeah I was like Did say I was just like this is so cute like what and so I think about that like all the time because it was like this literally the tiniest gesture of like being misted and fanned like <laughs> and I was like wow what a man <laughs> it was just like the funniest thing and so I also now have like Kind of like the ray of fans that everyone hates the clack or whatever um i don't i don't i'm not annoying with it and i, don't, <laughs> I really <same>. game <laughs> i love fanning people in the crowd though people get so hyped <laughs> i know we do too yeah. like you're my savior God, dude people you. literally like cry on their knees when you do it like <laughs> people love that shit I was just telling someone i'm like i honestly bring a fan to a rave because if you pull it out and like like, when you're in a crowd, like, in the middle of the set, like, people around you usually aren't really moving, so, like, I don't mind, like, sharing, like, like, kaleidoscope glasses, or, like, the fan, or it might change after all this COVID shit, but, like, <laughs> typically, like, I, I don't mind, like, doing that, because it's not going to go far, and you put a fan, and you fan someone, and they're, like, can I use that? Dude, people will literally stand there, and, like, because, like, they're using your fan, like, they'll fan their friends, and they'll fan you, like, the entire time, and I'm, like, this might be a little selfish, but, like, everybody gets to play, so, like, whatever, and I mean, these people will just stand there and fan me for, like, half of a set, just because, like, they're hot, and they want to fan, like, them and their friends, and they just kind of throw me in the group, and, like, they don't even need to, but they do, and so I'm, like, heck yeah. <laughs> I have another question. Are there any shows that you have planned for 2021? Like, are you still buying festival tickets? Did any of your tickets from 2020 roll over? So, my forest ticket rolled over. I was not getting a refund on that because I bet it's going to be impossible to get forest tickets next year. Um, we'll see. And then imagine, I've never been, I was supposed to go last year, I ended up selling my ticket last minute because I was like, I have no serotonin, I probably shouldn't go, <laughs> like, I'm sad, <laughs> so I didn't go, and I <laughs> stretched all weekend instead, but next year, I was like, tickets are only like $150, which I was like, what the fuck, for like a four-day pass, I was like, dude, this has to be a scam, <laughs> like, no way, it's 150 bucks, but it was just like one of their first like pricing tiers. And it was like a group like rate. And so one of my friends asked me if I wanted to go in on it. And I was like, okay. So I guess I have to take <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'll be at Forest, I guess. Imagine, I guess. Uh, my older sister told me if I don't go to Resonance, I'm dead to her. So <laughs> I'll be at Resonance, which I really like. I'll be at Wakan if that happens on the same like note as Resonance. I really like the kind of smaller, like headier, like, 
I like jam bands a lot too, like when I'm not listening to like electronic music. So getting like a lot of that vibe. And it's just like very different than like your plur princess, like Brad Chad shit that like you run into that like is just like very like EDC main stage and like, which is totally cool, but that's not always the vibe that like I'm looking for. And so I love like more low key stuff, especially as I like get into like weirder like bass music. So like, I'm excited to go to Resonance. And then some of my friends keep telling me I'm required to go to Camp Bisco. So I guess I'll be there next year. Oh, that's so fun. So I'm going to 2021. Dude, I will go to, I need to stop eating out so much because I need to start saving that money for festival. It's like dead ass. Like, I eat out every day. No, no plans, bro. <laughs> I need, I, I like to cook a lot. And so I will cook, but I've just been like, when I get off work, I work in like a downtown area with like such good restaurants and I haven't tried many of them yet. Cause I just moved here. So I'm like, Oh, what am I going to get for food today? Like, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Well, you have any more questions? Do you have any more questions for us? Not, but I had such a great time talking to you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I love getting to know you. You're so interesting. <laughs> I'm so excited to meet you one day when our pals finally cross. I know, hopefully soon. And like anytime you guys want to come visit, you can. <laughs> For sure. Plug yourself, Casey. Where can people find you? You guys can find me at Astro Kitty KC, the two letters. Um, <laughs> on on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I also you follow the lunchbox. Yeah. yeah I, was say, I also <laughs> want to plug lunchbox at it's the lunchbox on Instagram. Uh, you're doing some big things. If you're already a member of the Lunchbox fam, you can go to the link in the bio of the Lunchbox's Instagram account and join our Facebook group. We would love to talk to you guys some more. So it's the Lunchbox. Go ahead and follow us. <laughs> it's a great time. Yeah, guys, we highly recommend. They're <laughs> one of our favorite brands ever, obviously. Yes. Pretty good people over there. <laughs> Amazing people. Some of the best. Obviously. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Casey. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, guys. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. And that wraps up our episode for this week. Thank you so much, Casey, for coming on the podcast. You were an amazing guest. And shout out to the Lunchbox fam for bringing us all together. It's a wonderful time. So if you're not a part of it, come join. I know listening back and hearing the part about Io, we are all really sad that we never got to see him live. So rest in peace to that beautiful soul. You can follow along for more podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all other streaming platforms. Our social medias are... Twitter being not you are normal and Instagram the not your normal cast. My personal socials are Jordy Christina with two A's at the end and Maddie's are physiology. Send this podcast to a friend you think should listen. Tag us if you're listening, comment and leave a review. And as always, go out and be your not normal self and we will see you next Thursday. Bye.